Hey everybody, Ed Carbajal, Matt Hawkins here, Coast to Coast Combat Hour, uh, we're coming at you the week of the final UFC pay-per-view of 2022 and uh, Bellator 289's Bantamweight Tournament, um, had some interesting fights last weekend, Matt, I know we were kind of like, uh, I don't know how, I mean, we were kind of high on the Orlando card from the UFC and then uh, my boy, uh, my my boy, my boy, RDR. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we were kind of we kind of saw that coming, but didn't want to. Well, I didn't want to believe it, but at one on one on Prime Five, man. Um, what did you think of the fights? Well, yeah, I mean, obviously, we have a lot to catch up. Uh, now there was some stuff from last weekend that we talked about. Unfortunately for the fans, we did have Patty the Batty scheduled, but we didn't have enough money in our anchor account to pay for him to come <laughs> on the show this week. So, um, so we're gonna have to just do our thing. Um. And, and the MMA media whose clowns that are paying for interviews can continue to do their thing. Um, yeah, no, uh, I, bunch of stuff last weekend. Uh, one, um, I mentioned it a little bit during the show. Obviously we were rooting for De Ritter, uh, but I also mentioned that man, eventually you, you run into a, 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 a beast when you keep going up in weight. Um, again, I texted you. I have no idea what one does with their weight classes. I, I do not understand how a fight that took place where they announced the weight at 225 was light heavyweight, but we'll just let that go for now. Uh, give Malkin uh, his his due. Um, undefeated uh, animal, you know. Uh, I think DeRitter, you know, I he pushed the limits. It's what we like about fighters, but uh, I, 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 the guy was Malkin's a beast. <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't think there's really any more to uh, to, yeah. to really not much, not much to say about that. I mean, the fight stayed on the feet, and that obviously was was probably was not a good thing for DeRitter when you're when you're messing with a guy who's, um, you know, throwing throwing you know concrete fists at you. It appears. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, yeah. I remember because uh, I I was watching the press conference. Was it after we recorded when I messaged you? And I was like, "Yo, this dude looks kind of massive." <laughs> and then, and then, <laughs> but then they squared off at the weigh-ins, and I was like, "Okay, they're kind of like because Doritos are very long, like tall, giant dude, but just not as thick looking." Like I was kind of like, "Okay, maybe he's got something there," but not for nothing. I, you, the if you if you watch it, and one one championship does a good job of putting these these uh fights individually up on their YouTube channel. If you didn't. You don't feel like going back to watch it on on Amazon Prime, but um, if you watch this fight, man, like this, this the, the every punch Malikin threw sounded like it hurt even just to block it, and and uh, and um, I remember he landed one jab. Well, what 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 looked like a jab, but when it landed, it seemed like it was just like you see all his punches just seemed like hard crosses, and I was like, yo. Like when DeRitter caught that one, I was like, man, he recovered all right that time, but that was like early in the first round. And after, like, I mean, he, it was a first round finish because I don't know how many of those he like absorbed before they just started, like, you know, you can only, I mean, that, I feel like if that guy hit any uh, normal, like, you know, schmo like us once, we'd be like in the hospital or something, <laughs> broken face. That dude was, that dude's a monster. Now he's the champ champ over there, uh, light heavyweight and heavyweight. So they still have a champ champ, just not the guy they were pushing. Yeah, yeah. And 
I, like I said, the weight class thing just confuses the living hell out of me. But yeah. um, you know, like I said, if if Deritter had to lose, at least it kind of built a new star based yeah. off of him. I mean, he Deritter rose to you know, it, like you said, it was less than twelve months ago. You were kind of hyping him up as this prospect. Um, well, now he, had already, he was he had already been the champion. He yeah. had some big wins over there, but and they were both you know, undefeated. I mean, you know, so you know, somebody like they say someone's always going to go, but um. The closer it gets to the fight happening, I was just like, they're like, okay, his 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 likelihood of submitting him will seem to be the greatest. But I'm like, I mean, to control monsters like that, dude, guys that are built like that, and he was just so jovial at the front, like before the fight, like they were very like like sportsman like with each other. But like a guy like that, that's just happy to destroy other people. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's it's crazy. Yeah. Um. So that fight was obviously interesting. It was one round. It wasn't the best one card that we've seen so far on Prime. Mm-hmm. Uh, had the low blow stop the the Soldic fight. Uh, the grappling matches went to decisions, um, or at least the the the, the co main event one did. We had a couple fights that lost from the card mm-hmm. to the the weight cutting thing. Um, but on the tails of that, we also got announced finally that on May fourth, yeah. uh, actually, I'm sorry, uh, May fifth. Yeah. Uh, in Broomfield, Colorado, uh, one will finally make its U.S. debut. Um, and I mean, it seems automatic when you thought about it that uh, it was going to be Demetrius Johnson uh, versus Marias uh, three, the trilogy mm-hmm. to um, I don't know, maybe end that one or just continue a run where these guys fight for a handful of times and continue to well, put on shows because the first two fights have been great. So yeah, I mean they they finish they're both one and one against each other. They both finish each other by knee. So it's super there's there's definitely a story there to sell the fight. I mean and and uh, you know when I think about trilogies and fights I always think about video game rules, you know, best two out of three wins it. So they're one and one against each other. This is this should be the one to settle it and that that'll be the end of it. Um obviously because they're coming to the US, they want to bring their biggest most winningest name and that is that is uh, Mighty Mouse. I feel like he's getting the shine he's long been deserved for being, I mean, as good as he is as a martial artist in competitive mixed martial arts over at one championship. Um, So I think it's a good, uh, like, boots on the ground debut for them here in the U.S. I'm wondering, like, talking about them rematching, I'm wondering if they're going to try to throw, you know, stack the card, maybe have these guys fight each other again, RDR and, Malik, you know, although I feel like I don't want, I don't want that again. But. No, I don't think that, <laughs> that should happen this quick. Um, I could see Deritter on the card as, as maybe defending his middleweight title. Yeah, he's, um, yeah, that's true. He still has a belt. Yeah. You know what I mean? He still has a belt. Um, I have a feeling we're gonna see. Uh, you know, we'll see uh, uh, Lee, uh, Christian Lee, maybe. Yeah. I think we're gonna see some of the the, the all their uh, names. Yeah. Yeah, their names and Angela uh, Lee, Christian Angela Lee, Lee. Yeah, I think, and you know, Angela Lee, I think is a, is a probably a foregone conclusion mm-hmm. considering, you know, she's American. So I, I think that they'll probably try to get as many of them on the cards if, to if they, a help they... with travel costs and and b just to have some English speakers. To, yeah. if You know, to 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 promote the event. Yeah, I think they'll do. Uh, I mean, I'm wondering, guy. I know Colorado approved their global MMA rule set. Um, I'm wondering if they're going to be able to mix up the the disciplines on the card too, like they like to do. Like if we're going to get some Muay Thai kickboxing and sub only grappling, I feel like the sub only grappling would be easier to add just because it's less, you know, there's less uh, loopholes to jump through. 
Um, maybe they could put that as like part of the prelims, and you get Daniel Kelly and obviously the Rutolos on there, uh, Musumeci, all the names that they're signing. But um, yeah, I'm glad they're doing it. I mean, you know, I think they got to have some of the Muay Thai. I mean, if you're gonna allow knees onto the head, then you already allow Muay Thai probably in the state of Colorado. Mm-hmm. What the gloves thing? I don't know if that's really much of an issue. If it, it seems to me that that would have to be kind of part of the package because that really is what one is. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, and as somebody who's interested in possibly attending the event like that, that, I mean, I'm not saying that that would be a, uh, you know, a deal breaker, but mm-hmm. like the idea of going to watch some four ounce Muay Thai with the the level of comp, you know, the level of fighters that they have on their roster is something that intrigues me. Obviously yeah. watching Maddie Mouse fight again is great. That fight is mm-hmm. specifically because it's a trilogy and it has a storyline is awesome. Um, grappling stuff. Sure, give me a couple of them, um, but but mainly I'd love to see some of that Muay Thai, and uh, you know I think you're gonna almost need that. I, I I think if you put too much grappling on the card, you're gonna risk. Oh yeah, yeah, no, you're gonna risk this... losing uh, you know, the American audience, the as live much, audience. As much as grappling has grown, like when you look at the ADCC from this past summer and stuff like that, or last spring rather, or, uh, summer, yeah, um, it, it's grown a lot. There's the fan base has grown. There's more grappling schools all around but it's still not you know where other combat sports are if you're trying to make a splash in the united states mm-hmm. probably heavy grappling card is wouldn't be the one to mm-hmm. do you, you know you've already got a main event that's, that's pretty much written fireworks yeah and, and and you and if you put some of the muay thai fights on there you get a deritter you get um you get you know one of their other you know champions on the card um I would think you'd want to stack it. I, I don't think yeah. it would seem weird to me to come all the way to the United States, go through all the loopholes, deal with all the, the BS to get in this, to get the country to, you know, in the state of Colorado to, to bring, allow you to come here and then, and then give us a, you know, less than firework, you know, guaranteed kind of card. So I, I think that's going to happen. I'm curious to see how they promote it. Um, as we both know, MMA companies don't do a great job of promoting like, even they seem to have used to, um, it, you know, it just doesn't seem like the promotion is as big for, for anything, uh, whether it's even mm-hmm. UFC, um, Bellator specifically has, has seemed to drop off a little bit on their promotional side. Um, and so we'll see how they, they take it. Curious to see the price point for tickets as well. Um, a lot of times companies try to get going and they try to make that instant buck you know we all know we've heard the financial situation for one so hopefully they don't plan on coming to the u.s and and making it all up and you know in an event with some kind of crazy price point to get into the show yeah um you know i'm thinking somewhere well, they the have range. a deal i mean they, they do have the deal with pro with uh amazon so hopefully amazon's helping them out with costs because you know we all know a broadcast deal means a lot to any promotion um and you know they 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 seem to have a a very well well-working partnership with prime video right now um so we'll see what happens like you said i mean i think um i think uh they have to find a a comfortable medium point or or, you know like middle price point for fans um they did send out a link on their social channels to gauge interest i know i sent you that link um for folks that that do want to attend the event um I'd like to t- attend the event as media just because I ne- I could never get to Singapore <laughs> to cover their other stuff. So, I mean, if that's a if it's a one and done, I'd like to try to do it. I mean, 
you made it to that the when Pride came to Cali, right? You did you get to those? Uh, I went to Pride Vegas. I went to the first one. I went to Pride yeah. Thirty Two. They returned for Thirty Three, which was actually turned out to be the the loaded card with the mm -hmm. Gomi Diaz and and uh, Hendo uh, uh, Silva. But I I I saw Fedor and uh, yeah, you know, got to see the day. But that's like a that's like something I wish. I mean, there's a bucket listing. I always want to try to get to a Pride. You you got to a Pride event and Pride is no longer so. No, like, it's one of, those, like it's to get one of the to memories that yeah. I have for sure that uh, I'm glad that I was able to go. I have a little couple uh, miscellaneous uh, souvenirs kind of from the event that yeah. uh, are, are kind of cool to, to just, like you said, reminisce on it. And I, li and, and I like, and like you said, when it's one and done, like uh, even ACB had one, one event in the United States and mm. turned out it was, it was about an hour and a half for me. And I made it to that, you know, that was uh, Tiago Silva fought um, Luis Palomino shout out to Luis Palomino, the baboon, by the way, he defended his BKFC title this past weekend. Dude, I basically the dude, you know, the guy we've, we've talked about him since his first BKFC fight yeah. um, about how he was always kind of like the bridesmaid when it came to being mm -hmm. on the side of, you know, of a great fight, but not getting his hand raised. Dude moves to eight. No, in BKFC, he's essentially the bare knuckle goat at this point. Um, mm -hmm. Although that sounds funny to say for something that's only been around a handful of years. I think five years is what uh, BKFC just celebrated. Um, so, but my God, man, another knockout, another, you know, went out there, slugged it out. He ended up bloody, got cut up too. Uh, Tom Schoff's tough. Uh, but, uh, but Palomino really seems to have found his, his groove. And uh, I mean, I couldn't be happier for the guy. Seems like a really nice guy. Uh, met him for a photo, but never really got a chance to chat with him. But he seems like a really, you know, yeah, down he is. to earth, fan I, friendly, I, I, good yeah. dude. <clears throat> I spoke with him um, when it, back in the WSOF days, um, when he, one of the last times they fought in, they had an event in Foxwoods, and um, we were actually on the same floor. And, and so I got to talk to him and watch him do his whole thing where he checked in with his family and stuff and then had to ride the elevator down with the suit on and do the whole thing of arena arrival. It was, But he was still, like, super, like, most fight, as most fighters are cordial and friendly and stuff like that. So, yeah, he, he – uh, and not for nothing, like, like I, when I hear about his success in BKFC, I'm like, well, the guy did do two, like – bomb fest with justin gaethje in the yeah exactly <laughs> like it makes perfect sense it also he, he excuse me <clears throat> he kind of hinted that uh bkfc was um was looking to put an event in peru and he was looking to headline defend his event in peru so something that would be kind of cool to mm -hmm. see um you know a guy who made his name fighting in the united states basically through these organizations and he gets to he earned the right to basically get a promotion to go to his country mm -hmm put on an event and he gets to headline it in front of his, uh, you know, in, in front of his home country. So I, you know, props to him. Like I said, he's, he's been the highlight of BKFC for me yeah. for the last couple of years. Um, and, and somebody that I just, I will not miss the guy's fight. They're, they're spectacular. And, um, he's just found his groove. So mad props to him. Another quick note about bare, bare knuckle fighting before we jump on the next subject. Um, BYB 14 is this Friday. It's in South Carolina. Our buddy, Doc John Lucas, will be working it. Uh, first legal bare knuckle event in South Carolina. Mm -hmm. uh, I did text him and tell him to get a little extra sleep because I figured he was going to have a lot of work to do on <laughs> Friday night. So um, we look forward to that. Um, it used to be it, it, not as easy to find. It used to be on YouTube. I think it's a pay-per-view this time. Uh, but that's BYB 14. That's the Trigon with uh, Data and... Uh, Goldberg and uh, you know uh, quite quite a crew of, of guys that that promote and help put that event on. So uh, it might be something to, to gather up uh, if, if you're uh, if you get away from the the big Bellator event this weekend. One more note from last weekend though uh, we got a 
I think we should comment on uh, Wonderboy Thompson, mm-hmm. uh, Kevin Holland, main event from the uh, ESPN UFC fight night. I mean, I talked about it being a fun fight. I talked about it being a fight that, like, doesn't have a whole lot of meaning, but could is the fights that we should be seeing um, when, when we were talking about some of these guys right now yeah. in their career. And really, it delivered. Um, mm-hmm. Was it an MMA fight? Not really. It was really a. It was really kind of a bare knuckle. It was kind of the Muay Thai fight, like you know that we that we talked about with. Well, it was like yeah, it was like kind of like an old school, like like um, you know, like I started thinking about like a lot of folks don't know that Wonder Boy fought in the Chuck Norris World Combat League, and I kind of felt like it was it was almost like that, although there was some light light like takedown, you know, like but it was it was weird how there was that unwritten agreement that they weren't going to stay on the ground. And I think it's even cooler how, like, even when Kevin Holland damaged his hand, he he was still willing to, to stand with Wonder Boy. Uh, if you listen to Wonder Boy's post-fight uh, press interview after that, I mean, this this talks to you about the, I mean, talk about these old school karate guys, him and his dad, and the, that, that lineage that they have there with the training. Um, that was like, the plan was to attack his right hand, because that was obviously the one that did the most damage. And, um you know, the, he wound up breaking his right hand. But um, it, I remember watching and wondering why you keep kicking that, like you're kicking his shoulder. I was waiting for him to go low and try to like do some body kick. Usually if you, you get a guy to block high enough, you know, you open up a, a, a shot to the liver. And Wonderboy never really took it. He started doing spinning back stuff and he just kept hitting it. And then, so in the post-fight press conference, he was like, yeah, we did that to 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 take away the power. You know, he won't throw it so much as if his, if his shoulder, his hand, forearms gets damaged enough for me hitting it it's gonna go away and i was just like holy shit did you like that talk about strategy and i mean people don't think that that, that these guys do stuff like this like they, they're they're that's why they're on a, they fight at the level they do both of them because they both i mean like you said i mean that was i mean and it was all free on espn like probably the most fun outside of the msg card probably the most fun ufc card i watched this whole year Hopefully I'm not forgetting to anything from earlier in the year, but yeah, I loved it. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, the, the main event specifically, like yeah. you said, it just shows the intricacies and some of like the strategies and stuff that n- you don't really know about. None of, none of us really would have known that he was uh-huh. targeting the hand unless you listened to the post fight. You would have never really known about it if Holland had won the fight. You, it was just one of those things where you, you mm. learn about a strategy, um, <laughs> you know, it was fun to watch. I see some of the people kind of overreacting, acting like mm. it's the best fight ever. I think Bisming made a post like, you know, like that's just that's that's delusional and recent bias. Like it, it, it was a fun stand up fight, which is what we wanted. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, like it wasn't really a UFC mixed martial arts fight in a sense that you didn't really have Holland, in my opinion, didn't went out there more to put on a show mm-hmm. than to win. And I'm okay with that. And I think he's okay with that because he's getting paid mm-hmm. and he's a prize fighter. And he knows that he probably makes more money almost in a loss fighting that way. than if he takes wonder boy down manages to lay on top of him mm-hmm. and, and, and win, you know, and, and wins kind of a fight where everybody's kind of like, well, uh, I didn't really need to see that. You know what yeah. I mean? So, um, I think there's a smart play in there. seems like Holland's kind of doing a one fight by one fight deal uh, in his mind, at least as far as, you know, like I want to be a main event. I want to get paid. Um, I need to be fighting people that I want to fight. 
and I win or lose, I want to walk away with enough money that it was worth it to me. And, and mm-hmm. props to him and, and credit to him for pulling that off because that's really how they should be. Yeah. Um, once you get past like these world title fights, like if that was a world title fight, I I, I don't I don't really want to see that in a world title fight. Like no. in a world title fight, I want to see two dudes who are using every single strength they have mm. to win a fight, and, and you know. But but it was fun as hell to watch, and, and like yeah. I said last week, that was that's kind of what we're hoping for with these guys. Also, it was great. It's great to see Wonder Boy getting some credit again. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like he was he was kind of getting uh, downplayed a little bit. He had the fights with Woodley, and then he had the the kind of the the out of nowhere knockout loss to Pettis, um, and then he had the great fight with Luke K. And I mean, he's had some ups and downs, but it, it seems like fans had kind of uh, lost a little bit of a sight on like how mm-hmm. good he is. At what he does, and if the right matchups are made, he's really one of the funnest fighters in all of MMA to watch. Um, I always talked about wanting to see him fight M- uh, MVP or, or Raymond Daniels. I thought that those would have been just awesome fights to see in an MMA cage with with the smaller gloves. But um, obviously, those those are unlikely to happen. But mm-hmm. um, hopefully, they give him a good fight. Hopefully, we just don't get him against some big wrestler who we just yeah. you know. And it, and it slows his momentum. Let's have some fights. McGregor's a good fight. Masvidal's a good fight. Basically, all the fights he threw out there that he was interested in were fights that are fun, and, and he, we're not going to see a lot of grappling, which, mm. again, maybe isn't the purest of MMA, but, we're, but you know, it, it's fun, and, and it's what we, you know, and it keeps you it keeps you glued to the TV, and you're not going to miss the fight. So, yeah, um, credit and, to him. Yeah. Uh, and one, one last shout-out for that before we move on to this weekend's events. I, um. Francis Marshall, uh, who fights out from out here in New Jersey, Pellegrino MMA, who's a uh, 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 Kurt Pellegrino is my instructor's instructor. So, and he coached uh, Francis Marshall, who made his UFC debut, picked up a really nice second round knockout victory. Um, I wrote a story about him because apparently he lost his uncle on like got news that his uncle passed away on fight week, and still showed up and fought like the way he did. So, I just wanted to mention that I'm, I'm uh, uh, I. If you follow me on Twitter, you can read the the details on the story. But I mean, you know these these dudes that do this for a living full time, they 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 do it. Uh, they're they're just just uh, they're cut from a different cloth. So, <laughs> did you need to go check on that? <laughs> That's our mascot. Uh, yeah, Halo. I don't know. Somebody knocked on the door. Right in here. So while Matt deals with that, <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we'll be all right. She's all right. A, she, she's a watchdog. Yeah. Um, but but um, uh, yeah, yeah. So Francis Marshall picked up that knockout victory, and uh, hopefully, uh, once he, I know he said he wants to get back in the cage as soon as March twenty twenty three. Maybe uh, maybe they get him in uh, New York or Atlantic City. I thought he was going to be on the MSG card, to be honest with you, but uh, obviously. They put him in on the East Coast, still in Florida, but um, Orlando is only a like a two two and a half hour two and a half hour flight from Jersey. So um, I'm glad that uh, he still got to be. And I know he, he said he had family down there because that's where his uncle was when he passed away. But uh, shout out to Francis Marshall for picking up the win. Um, but yeah, um, speaking of UFC, I mean, there's there's a pay, one pay per view left this weekend, but before that on Friday. We have the uh, bantamweight, probably the most entertaining fight uh, in the Bellator's bantamweight Grand Prix coming up. Um, Danny Sabatello versus uh, Rafian Stotts. Um, 
I spoke with uh, Stotts back in June when I covered Bellator 282 for my MMA news. And um, they had him on desk commentary leading up to uh, like the like just before on Thursday when he did the weigh-ins for that event. So uh, we were talking to him, and it was hard not to notice that he wanted Sabatello to win so he could fight him. So I have a clip for you guys that I just want to play um, before we get into the card where he uh, he kind of said like that he was hoping that Sabatello would win because of the lead up to the fight. So let me play that for you now. Be a tougher fight, you know, but Sabatello, he just, he's, you know what I'm saying? He got a lot of... Let me play that from the beginning. I mean, he seems like you really want, I mean, I'm not trying to put words in your mouth, but it seems like you really want Sabatello more than... Yeah, I don't necessarily, yeah, like, I feel like uh, Higo will be a tougher fight, you know, but Sabatello, he just, he's, you know what I'm saying, he got a lot of eyes on him now, and he's, because he's got a big mouth, you know, and I love to be the one who shuts his mouth, you know, um, it, it's, it, that's just like a cherry on top, you know. So, <laughs> I just thought that was funny, because, like, it's something, it was something that he didn't want to kind of, like, let go of when I talked to him. And then obviously with the lead up, I mean, with the press conference and stuff that, that they said today, I mean, you know, he's saying Sabatello is fake and stuff like that. Um, I don't know about you, man, but when I'm looking at Bellator 289 and UFC 282 for this weekend, I'm, I'm kind of more amped for Friday night than I am for Saturday. It's a Grand Prix. It's, yeah. what, it's my favorite thing of the sport is a tournament. So <laughs> yeah. I'm obviously going to uh, – not miss these fights. Um, the UFC's had a lot of fights fall through, which we'll get into. But um, yeah, I mean, to me, we got the final four uh, of, mm-hmm. a, of, a, of a tournament that it was marred a little bit because we lost uh, we lost Pettis, who was the champion, and, and that always adds into it when the belts kind of changing hands potentially every fight. Stotts is the interim champion, so the same goes for him here. Uh, potentially, Sabatello could walk away as the interim. You know. Uh, bantamweight champion uh, after this night and then and move into the finals. I've kind of went back and forth in my head on a pick for this fight. Um, uh, there was a time when I kind of was building up Sabatello in my mind, thinking like his wrestling was just so good that like he might be able to overwhelm his last fight. He had some ups and downs. Uh, the Higo fight, he go had his moments. Um, and it's kind of, you know, even just in the last few hours, like I've kind of started to lean more towards Stotts winning this fight mm-hmm. just by being a more complete uh, and well-rounded MMA fighter. Um, I could almost see him winning this fight by knockout uh, by like avoiding a takedown and, and Sabatello getting frustrated, maybe doing something sloppy and walking into a knee or something like that. Mm. I, I feel like there's potential for something like that. Um, I do realistically think that this fight probably goes to decision. I know it's five rounds, but yeah. I, I think both of the guys are pretty damn tough and durable. Yeah. But um, I, I think if there's if there is a finish in the card, I think it's Stotts that would be the one that has the most weapons who could potentially mm-hmm. make the finish happen. I don't see either one holding the other one down on the ground no. long enough to be able to finish them on the ground. I could see Sabatello winning a round or two if he's able to get position. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but I, I think Stotts is, is he's 18 and one. I know Sabatello's 13 and one, but I feel like Stotts is just a click or two, maybe a click and a half ahead of Sabatello in like the, the arc of an MMA career and, and, yeah. and uh, and MMA, uh, skills at this point. Yeah. There's something to be said too. I think for like the reason I played that clip was because that was back in June 
So it seems like mentally he was already prepared to 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 face Avatello. He was doing commentary watching that fight, so he knows kind of what to. I mean, these guys watch enough of each other; they kind of know they have their own homework in the back of their minds of of on how to how to how to fight them. Um, I see a high pace. I see, uh, you know, I mean, if, 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 like you said, it's going to go to, I think it, I, I see a decision happening. I don't know if a finish happens again. Like you said, they're, they're both pretty durable. Um, you know, Stotts is funny in his reactions to Sabatello's. Um, I mean, he, he was saying that it seemed it all seemed fake or forced or whatever, but it just, it's just, uh, you know, these guys got to say and do whatever they got to do before they get walking the cage to start, you know, physically harming each other. And I think this, these guys are uh, all that energy that they have is just, it just seems to be a constant keeping them both charged up until, till they face off on Friday. So I'm looking forward to that one. Um, the, uh, the ladies, uh, Liz Carmouche, who's uh, the, enough, uh, the champion there, the, World uh, Flyweight Championship fight, title fight. Um, I kind of have always been like a lot of people don't. If you watch that fight with her and Ronda Rousey, there's a point where she almost um, beats like she she kind of cranks Rousey. I thought she was gonna, I thought she was gonna beat her in that fight before Rousey turned it around. So Carmusha was always kind of somebody that was, you know, I'm 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 liking seeing her come into her own here in Bellator. Um, I think she's still pretty. Uh, she's still pretty game to hold on to that belt uh, against Juliana Velasquez. I don't know about you. I think she's going to lose. Yeah. I, I think. I think. Uh, I think she was gifted. Uh, I and mean, we talked about it because of the stoppage. Hmm. Um, and the last fight was in Hawaii, and and the salute to the troops. And, oh, look at that! Um, I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut you off, but the the picks weren't loading when we were looking at it just a bit ago. And now they're okay. in. So, so, so yeah, most people agree with us about the stats fight and now we're looking at uh yeah i i leave velasquez she was winning the fight um she got put in a bad position got hit with some kind of as as weird as it is to say like pillow elbows um mm-hmm. and, and the referee stopped the fight i think juliana velasquez wins i'm glad carmouche got a chance to be a champion mm-hmm. um but i just don't i think she loses this fight hmm. i think velasquez is is the I mean, Velasquez was undefeated until that stoppage. That's true uh, too. Yeah. And, and I just think that she's the younger, more uh, well-rounded's not the word, but you know, you got a new generation. You, you know, and Carmusha's the old generation. Carmusha's like you said, she fought Rousey. I was there in mm-hmm. Anaheim, uh, UFC 147. Um, it, 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 there's a lot. You know, it, it, uh, 157. I'm sorry, not 147. Um, it, it. it you know, she's been around a long time. Mm-hmm. She fought in, in what I think Elite XC before that. I mean, she's old school. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't. I just think she loses this fight. Hmm. Um, I think she loses by decision. Uh, I think she's too tough to lose. She's not going to get submitted. Yeah. Um, uh, but I, I do think she probably gets beat on the on the feet and 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 has trouble. Um, that's just that's kind of how I see that. Fight. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, it looks like the the fans agree with you on the Bellator website that we're looking at the card on. 60% of them versus the 44 Carmouche. I'm in the 40, so we'll see what happens. Um, but again, uh, with the Grand Prix fights, we're looking, like you said, the final four, Patchy Mix and Magomed, Magomedov. I know we don't normally go against the Magomeds on this podcast. Never, never will I go against <laughs> the double Magomeds. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I, I like Patchy Mix, man. I, I, 
I don't know. It's gonna, I, I think this is going to be another like crazy. I mean, the 135ers are always crazy scraps, but uh, I mean, it's hard for me to. I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of uh, Patrick Mix, and um, I don't know. I just feel like uh, uh, I, I feel like his, you know, he's got that the ectomorphic frame. Um, most people are are with you in the podcast stats with 61% picking uh, Magomedov to win, but I'm probably going to be wrong because of that's the rule on the podcast about the Magomeds. I'm a fan of Patchy Mix. Yeah. I, I well, We've watched him fight a bunch of times since he kind of yeah. came on the scene. I just, uh, you know, if, if I pick Patchy Mix and Magomed wins, what do I say? I've said I've never been against <laughs> a double, especially the double Magomed. If it was yeah, a single yeah. <laughs> single, single Magomed, we, 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 there would be a lot more to, to chat about. Uh, Spark Erie uh, chiming in with uh, he agrees with uh, the pickup mix. Mm. I just I can't I can't do it. I'll look like a fool next week if I came back and Megomed won and I picked against him after two years, three years now of uh, <laughs> refusing to to pick against the Megomed. So you're I'll probably go going to be right. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I think it's a good fight, though. I yeah. think this will be a I think this will be a more exciting fight than the main event. Um because yeah. of the styles, I think there's potential yeah. for some like wacky wildness in this fight, um, which could definitely uh, be fun. The uh, the other fight on the main card, I just want to point out um, mm-hmm. Dalton Rosa. Yeah. Uh, interesting fact about the guy. So he's seven and zero as a pro. Um, he was also seven and zero as an amateur, and all seven of his pro wins are in Bellator. So that's kind of a, you know, we, we talked about like uh, AJ McKee and stuff and how, mm-hmm. how um, some of these guys Bellator developed. You got a guy right here who's who's, you know, knocking on the door of becoming a a bit of a household name if he continues to pick up wins. I mean, he's like you said, he's fought for Bellator, you know, seven times. He's got seven wins. Just kind of a cool thing uh, and something that potentially could Bellator could build off of. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I expect him to pick up another win, uh, but um, I, I just think it's it's a it becomes a storyline when you have a guy that you know. Um, you know, we talked Jillian DeCourcy made her debut mm-hmm. in, in Invicta. Then she eventually just recently became the Adam White champion over yeah. there. So whenever you, you got like a homegrown, not a homegrown, but like a, a company grown guy who you got coming but off they, the amateur. They have amateur. Faith in. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you built him up and you did, he didn't go anywhere else. He stayed loyal to Bellator, continued to fight there. They kept him and, and now now he's on a main card of a, of a, of a big event uh, in a big uh, venue. Mm-hmm. So uh interesting fight that i that i'm you know I'm, I'm really kind of interested in checking that fight out and getting to know him a little bit better uh and seeing what what we have to deal with plus middleweight you know we talked to aaron jeff jeffrey uh you know musasi uh vanderport um mm-hmm. there's some you know names at middleweight that that are always uh in the mix so if you have another one to throw in there another undefeated guy to throw in there always uh along with with obviously the champ yeah um, and as always, I mean, this is, I'm actually, I wish I was, you know, I, I normally do go to Mohegan some when they're, when they're on my, in my neck of the woods, but uh, this the timing, the time of year with the holidays and stuff, I just can't get out there. But uh, I mean, Kai Kamaka the third versus Kevin Bowen and Pat Downey versus Chris and Eccles, Cody Law and Chris Lencioni, who, who uh, took a break from MMA to do some combat jujitsu and become a dad and, and, you know, uh, build up his his own gym out there on, on on your coast um is back in bellator fighting so these prelims are on you on their youtube channel so you definitely want to um check check them out i mean look at this fight here denise denise keelholtz versus ilara joanne 
Um, that's probably going to be a, a, a women's uh, strikers uh... fun fight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Girls yeah. coming off of a, of a you know a title fight. Um, so yeah, you know, definitely interesting. And uh, you know, a lot of names yeah. I recognize from the Jared Scoggins uh, mm-hmm. from the South Carolina scene. Uh, Doc Lucas has actually mentioned him on the podcast in the past. So uh, yeah, yeah, good fights. That's Friday night. Then that moves us to Saturday, which, um, like you mentioned earlier, the final UFC pay-per-view of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm not really <laughs> sure. How, I'm not. I'm not even really sure how to to categorize it. I, I, I we, uh, you know, it was supposed to be Yuri Prasca, Glover Teixeira. Yeah, yeah. Prasca pulls out. Um, then it was like for, you know, kind of us old school fans, like, oh, well, Robbie Lawler's still fighting. And then we learned earlier this week <laughs> that Robbie Lawler's out. And then yeah, it's like, Positivio's well, still on, but now he's fighting Ponsonibio. at a, at a... Um, but I had looked at the card a couple weeks ago and I was like, oh, OSP versus Gustafson. Yeah. Like, wow. Like that's kind of an interesting fight. Look forward to seeing that. that. <laughs> oh, I lost that one. Um, <laughs> so we're, we're, we're left with what we got left and it's, it's. There's some excitement on the card, um, but uh, it, it definitely took a hit. Prices for tickets have dropped again. I think I mentioned it on the podcast. I don't know if I mentioned it on the air or if I talked to you in private, but uh, tickets that like started at like $350 are now in like the $150 range. Um, yeah. You can get lower bowl for $150 for UFC, which is pretty unheard of. Um, there's actually seats for like 100 bucks for a Vegas event, which is – pretty unheard of again so um i will not be making the trip for it as the you know, <laughs> it was something i wasn't planning on it anyway yeah uh, just not a good time of the year for me uh yes yeah, yeah, specifically it's, it's... this year but if i'm local if i'm local and listening to the show i would definitely look into tickets because it is a ufc card and you can get pretty dang good seats that that mm-hmm. you wouldn't normally be able to to get your hands on um you know, when you jump, when you look at the main card, especially the start of the main card, I don't know about you, but that first fight really, uh, Tapuria versus Bryce Mitchell. Yeah. Um, to me, like that has all the writings of maybe the show stealer, mm. you know, and maybe a fight mm-hmm. that, you know, cause it does have a lot of meaning. You got a couple of ranked guys, um, a couple undefeated guys, um, and a couple guys who usually put on a show for the crowd. So, um, I'm looking at the odds here. I'm just making some notes for myself. Bryce Mitchell's at plus 115. I'm wondering if what the prop bets on there because he's pretty good with his submissions, isn't he? Yeah, I guess he's 15 and one. I don't know why I thought he was undefeated, um, but uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, he's good with his submissions. He's pretty good all all around. I think yes. Tapuria probably uh, has him when it's on the feet. You know, um, strike wise, he's he's a little bit of a wild man you know uh but um you know it's hard to even make a pick in this fight i lean bryce mitchell but i i I, you know i I, it could it really is a toss-up you mentioned plus 115 i mean essentially Mm -hmm. that's a coin flip yeah Uh, so you know i'll I'll go with mitchell to win by decision uh but um i i think that this fight has potential for some odd fireworks and some and maybe some Maybe some weird, uh, you know, kind Sub-board. of viral moments in the fight. Yeah, yeah. Subboard decision, I'll say. I'm with you on, on the Bryce Mitchell pick. I mean, on the no disrespect to Ilya Tapura, but um, it's definitely, um, you know, it's definitely been the year of, uh, I and mean, we're going to get to folks that seem to get the UFC push in, in, as we head to the co main event, but 
you know, it's definitely one of those fights that uh, let's, he's definitely one of those fighters that seem to be getting somewhat of a push. He's also, uh, you see the rankings right there. He's ranked number nine and that's not for no reason, but um, like you said, man, I, I featherweight bout on the, on the opening up the main card. That's probably going to be, that's probably a nice way to open up a, a pay-per-view that folks are probably, you know, getting mad about fights getting lost. Um, Darren Tell versus Dricus Duplessis. I, I know he's always trying to get people to say his name right. <laughs> I don't know if I said it right, but uh, this is that I feel like I feel like this is, uh, you know, Darren Till was like the guy for a little bit and then he picked up some L's. And I feel like this is the fight that'll either elevate Duplessis or put Darren Till back where he was. Um, I don't know, man. This guy's not this guy's no joke. Uh, he's pretty I- tough. I'm going to Plissies by TKO yeah. finish in the third round. I think Till's been a lo- uh, gone for a, quite a while. I'd be curious to see how his gas tank holds up as the fight mm-hmm. proceeds. I think he's going to constantly, there's going to be a lot of pressure. So I don't think there's going to be a lot of, you know, time for him just to kind of coast during the, any of the rounds. Mm. Um, you know, he's had his moments, but he's also had his, had his times where he didn't really look like necessarily that he, he should be. Um, in, in some of the fights he's in, yeah. Um, he got the run with the country <laughs> behind him early on. Uh, I lean to police. He's by. Uh, I, I think he finishes him. I think. Mm. I think he catches him and hurts him, and, and we get a TKO finish in the third round. Uh, let's see. Oh, we got uh, Mr. MMA injury himself, Kevin Nicholson, shining with some stats on Darren Till. He says uh, Till fought Brunson last time. With a torn ACL, he's had multiple injuries to the same knee. Fight of the night for me, huh? I mean, I wonder if those injuries affect his movement, though. Like, you know, as somebody with a, a bad left knee himself, I, I know it doesn't get better regardless of what you like. It's got to slow him yeah, down. He, yeah. he, he kind of had a bounce in his career, early in his career. He, he kind of had a bounce to his, you know, fighting style, bounced around a little bit. Yeah. Striking. <laughs> I, I, I. You know, also opens up kicks to the knee and, and stuff like that. That Let's look at the odds of this. Yeah, they have Till as a plus 155 underdog, minus 184 Duplessis. Fairly so, close, though. I mean, we're not yeah. far off of a coin flip. Uh, um, obviously, Duplessis is, is as the more recent fights for for gamblers and everybody to kind of remember. Mm-hmm. But definitely, definitely a good fight. I mean, exciting fight. You know, probably yeah. should be, you know. <laughs> We move into the next fight, Santiago so, Ponzinibbio. Oh. Yeah, this is weird to me because, I mean, Ponzinibbio was the guy that was supposed to be fighting Robbie Lawler. Um, I Was Morano on the card already, and that's why he's the favorite? Or, or I don't understand how how somebody that's been preparing for to fight this week, I usually kind of, like, when they do something like this and they can find an alternate, I usually favor the guy that's been ready for the fight versus the guy they're pulling in. So uh, am I missing something with Morano? Like, no, he wasn't on the fight. He's taking this on what four days' notice. Maybe he found out a little sooner than that before it kind of got leaked to the public. Maybe, so mm-hmm. best maybe a week's notice, a week and a half. If if somehow he found out last week that that he was the number one. I mean, I, I know he's not like that's not like he sucks or anything, but you know what I mean. Like, I mean, I, my initial reaction would be the same thing. And, and yeah. did, when you flashed by, did they have him at minus three eighty? Yeah, hold on. Uh, let me go back to that. I just clicked the wrong tab. Yeah, minus three eighty. Morano is the favorite. Argentina, Argentina. Uh, Ponzinibbio. I'm thinking soccer because I'm watching the games with my parents. But 
Um, yeah. Ponzinibbio's the underdog. I, I, yeah, I, I, plus I, 310. Maybe this I, is messing I mean, with, we know the UFC website, which is what we're using for, for this. Uh, we know that they're not exact, exactly up to date when it comes to their numbers and records and stuff. So maybe it's, uh, maybe it's that, you know, I, 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 it seems, it seems odd for me. Yeah. I, mean, I, I know Morano's had, had some nice wins, uh, but, it seemed, you know, he's, he has had seven losses in his career. Ponsonibio obviously has had six. I'm um, looking, you know, uh, what do we got? Knockout. I, it seems odd to me. I mean, I don't even yeah. know who to pick now. Like, I'm my, just, my I'm gut just double was checking. Um, but, uh, but, but, but obviously on, there's something. Uh, hold on. I'm checking. Um, yeah, this is wrong. I'm on draft. I'm on DraftKings right now. That's which is where they're they're supposed to be getting their. Um, odds from so the ufc website is wrong even though DraftKings is their official sponsor i'm on the DraftKings app looking on my phone ponzinibbio is minus 180 morano's plus 155 that makes more sense i that was gonna say sense. i was gonna pick ponzinibbio to win by maybe late third round tko or decision just by being more active there you go kevin kevin even jumped in on that mm-hmm. one um yeah that 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 seems more accurate to me the minus 380 for a guy taking a fight on three days notice mm-hmm. would, would literally be insane unless you had you know khabib taking the fight so um, <laughs> you know yeah uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just doesn't make a lot of sense so i'll, I'll stick then with my original thought uh before, Ponzinibbio, before right? seeing that. i'm gonna take Ponzinibbio to yeah, win yeah. like i said late late third round again as the gas tank maybe wears out kind of like the darren till situation in my mind um and he gets caught with a punch and 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 it leads to a downfall and, and eventually perhaps a, a stoppage so mm-hmm. and interesting the, uh, fight the the new co-main event patty pimblett versus new york's own jared gordon uh i um I'm not picking against Gordon, you know, I'm coming from, uh, he's, uh, that was Serge's boy. I don't like picking against Jared Gordon. I know he's tougher than most folks know about. I mean, if you, you want to know how tough Jared flash Gordon is, um, the dude got freaking silhouette stretched and didn't tap to it and kept on fighting, which is like not for, if you don't know what the silhouette stretch is, look it up and tell me if you tap to it. Cause that's a painful submission. So I ain't picking against Jared Gordon. I don't care. I don't care what kind of Cage Warriors featherweight titles uh, Patty Pimblett had. I know he's uh, the guy. I know he's the guy the UFC is pushing. He's no slouch either. You know, he's a first-degree black belt in jiu-jitsu. Again, uh, t- held the title in Cage Warriors, which is usually a nice check-in on a resume of, of a fighter coming from his neck of the woods. But I ain't picking against Jared Gordon. Now you mentioned the Sulev stretch. Anybody uh, looking for some old school stuff? Check out Amar Sulev, the the guy who the <laughs> fight's named after, uh, Russian fighter who died a few years ago from I think a rare form of cancer, really drastic thing. But uh, one of the original Red Devil Fight Team guys um, that came up, uh, you know, in the bare knuckle scene in the late nineties. Um, you know, I, I I know this is going to sound weird, but uh, Pimblet made me want to want to want to defend uh, Ariel Hawani earlier today, and I really don't even feel like talking to the, about the guy. If that's what it's going to be, I, I I think that he's fallen. I, I think we're getting trapped into getting him on a main event. He's mm-hmm. obviously fun to watch. I don't think he should be anywhere near the top of this card. Um, and now we got Dana White trying to create him into a heel. You know, forty eight hours. You know, seventy two hours before the fight. I, I you know. 
whatever. I, I don't even care anymore. I, I think that, <laughs> you know, the fact he made me defend Ariel Hawani earlier today is enough to make me not care about you because I do not care about Ariel Hawani. But when you when you come off sounding like a jackass and then it gets exposed, your tweet or your your you know when your when your text gets exposed and you look like a you know in my opinion you look like a jackass. Move on. Uh, Dana White's going to pay him whether he wins or loses, and he's going to headline a card whether he wins or loses. Hopefully, Jared Gordon knocks him out at this point, and, uh, <laughs> and we move on from it. And I was a fan of the guy, but he's talking out of his ass. You want to get paid for interviews? It's not how this works, buddy. There's there's <laughs> there's some people that have some uh, credibility in the in the, still in the in the sports industry, and uh, and and you're not supposed to pay for interviews. Um, move on. Move on to the main event for me. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I'm gonna do that cause... <laughs> anyway. because anyway, because we got a light heavyweight title fight. <laughs> That's why we're yeah. moving on to it. <laughs> yeah, um, Jan Blakovich uh, versus. You know, scroll that back up so I can I, I pronounce this right. Megomed Ankiliev. Well, we already um, know who you're going with. <laughs> there is a Megomed. It's a single Megomed though. Yeah. That's that that allows the door to be open for conversation. Um, I am going to go with Mega Man. Uh, 18 and one. I think Jan hit his peak. I think in, in my mind, Jan fits into a certain box as a fighter, mm-hmm. a little stiff, little like has his moments. Like unless you're rock Holt and you're a moron and you stand in front of him and just let him decapitate you. Like you, you, you know, I think Anklave will have a little bit too much movement. I think he'll. Uh, I think he'll be able. I don't to know what kind of medication Matt took tonight, but he's definitely. Uh, he gets some. Like I said, I had to defend Hawaii <laughs> earlier, and that's enough to make you want to do more drugs than, than are available on this planet. Um, <laughs> so I'll go with Anklave. Uh, how do I see it? Five round fight, fourth round finish. Uh, TKO. Yawn, yawn gasses out, uh, can't land the big punch, mm. and, and and gets beat. You know, we'll see. I tend to vote for also go for the Russian fighters, uh, as unpopular as that is to say today. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm actually, uh, I think we're we're on, in agreement on this card with the. Uh, <laughs> I mean, despite your reasons for the co-main, <laughs> I mean we're we're still in agreement. You know, I mean my reasons are different than yours, but uh, yeah, I'm picking Ankalev An- too. Just. Uh, just because I feel like, um, just kind of similar to what you said about it. I just, um, I hate to say about fighters hitting their peak and stuff like that because you know, um, again, they they do stuff that we 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 only fucking daydream about doing. But um, yeah, there's yeah. nothing wrong with hitting his peak. He's a little older in age now. He won. Hey, the world you know champion. what? I'm, I get sentimental in my champion. old age. Yeah, all right. You know, me and know, my but... my boy turned fifty three on Tuesday, and I'm uh, you know I I hit I hit some high numbers myself this year. Come on, I'm just just uh, you know I'm just I'm, I'm a little sentimental in my old age. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm with you. Um, but again, he is thirty nine. There's no disrespect in it. He's yeah. fighting a younger guy. Yeah, who's eighteen no, I... and one. I mean, no matter and, how you want to look at anybody him. that rocks this 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 uh, beard with no mustache seems to be a killer in MMA. <laughs> Yeah. He's dead, so yeah, and, and and you throw in the Megomed, and it's it's almost that's it. A, uh, it's, Beard, no mustache, Megomed, yeah, that's dead. Some, uh, that's some witchery <laughs> shit putting that. Yeah. Together, so. yeah. Um, you know, but if he stands Listen. in front of Yawn and lets Yawn throw those hammers, 
and, anything is possible, obviously. And I, and I know, and I know, like you know, like we always kind of like knock the UFC for, yeah, you know, just gra- their money grabs and everything they do. They lost the the fud the. Obviously, the pay per view is not what it was announced to be when it was initially announced. Card subject is changing all of that. Um, but usually, when these cards stuff like this happens and people start knocking the card, the card usually winds up delivering. So, I have a feeling we're gonna we're gonna be in for a fun, fun uh, final pay per view of the year for the UFC. I th- I think we got good fights. I don't. Yeah. Think it's a, I don't think it's a pay per view worthy card as no. far as like that that goes i i think that they're still um, gonna charge it though they're still gonna oh they're still gonna it. charge it i but think like, let's not let's like there's some just some like billy the, pre, the prelims are loaded it's a deep yeah. card which allowed them to salvage the, the yeah because without having a deep card they would have had a hard time how um, they put billy q who's been on the podcast before this is why i'm mentioning him um they put billy q versus alex hernandez as the main fight pass early prelim i don't know how he winds up there but i guess because of what's happening with this card then you have this middleweight bout that somebody's getting knocked out. Um, Luckily, and Curtis is a fun fight. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a deep card yeah. where they got. There's a lot of names. Um, Rosenstruck uh, Dacus is a, mm-hmm. is a fun heavyweight fight. Um, I think we're, we got the overhype of the the young kid uh, Roses Jr. You know, I mean, to me, it's a little bit disrespectful that he's headlining the prelims over over some of these other names we just mentioned. Yeah, like not for nothing. I feel like Billy Q should be in this spot. That that fight with Hernandez. I think Str- I think Rose's truck. I think the, yeah. the Curtis fight. I think there's a lot of fights that make mm-hmm. some sense there. Mm-hmm. I think on the main card, I would be a lot happier as far as a bout order, which doesn't really mean jack shit, where we get to watch mm-hmm. all the fights. But just as a credibility main card, I think that the uh, Mitchell and Tapuria fight should have been the co-main event. Mm-hmm. I think, if anything, the, uh, the Gordon and, and uh, Pimblet fight um, would have been the uh, would have been a better uh, opener for the pay per view. Listen, dude. I mean, like... they they know what they're doing over there. Endeavor in the UFC machine. You know what I mean? Like they po- they bumped them up to the co-main. They announced their London day today, and then that 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 uh, Dana White goes on Pimblet's podcast on the week of this event to to pick up to pick up the most clicks by by kicking around your boy Elwani. <laughs> He's I watched. I watched more. Now. I watched more of the damn Hawani show today than I've watched combined <laughs> in my entire life put together, and that and that is just and, and I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to. But but it's fascinating to me to see. Listen. you know the 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 guy with the thinnest skin in the history of MMA <laughs> being being called out by the biggest liar in the history of MMA, at while while trying to change the image of a kid that like everybody kind of liked like uh, what do we i mean and then and then it gets exposed that his manager graham boyle the the like there's just a lot behind the scenes and it's like you knew that shit was going on but like dude if you call somebody out for begging you to interview and he pulls out a list of text messages where you're the one doing it like (laughs) i'm sorry i'm sorry that that makes to me that's that's hilarious uh listen i'm gonna save you like the next time something like this happens, follow Jedi Goodman on Twitter. Oh, that's what I went. Don't, don't get me wrong. His, <laughs> his, his, his thread was what I watched. Okay. So it was a lot of like seven minute clips. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I ain't, click, I ain't clicking on nothing. <laughs> else. It, it, it was Jedi Goodman's okay. thread that I followed, but it, it, it was just, I just, I, I, I can only take so much of the, the, the tone of, of squeakiness and the 
dude, you were on cracking. the same damn page. Believe me. <laughs> Believe me. But I can also only take so much of revisionist history. We've heard that the, 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 the Dana White change, you know, he claims he invented MMA. Let's just, let's just cut to the chase, you know, like, you know, I, if he tells me he created Eve out of friggin' Adam's rib, I'm going to lose my fucking mind next time. I'm tired of hearing it. You know, the guy, the guy just creates stories. And the fact that he's so like hung up on Ariel Hawani is funny to me. And like, there's the fact that there's receipts of him trying to get him fired from all these positions is absolutely insane. Again, without defending Ariel, it's like, my God, like just give it up. Dana White. Like it, it just comes off as foolish. Get a room. And, 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 to <laughs> you, and to use Pimblet to like, to do it now, it just seems stupid. It's all it's all for show. Obviously, I was telling you ticket sales aren't doing great. Maybe yeah, no, behind that's, that's the what scenes. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's all it's it's not a coincidence that that's that came out today. The London announcement came out today, and 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 the the pay per views on Saturday, dude. Nothing is by accident, especially especially with the that promotion. And, yeah, no, they they know what they're doing, but yeah. it, it's it also can expose i don't know uh, the uh level of intelligence of some of the fans if you fall <laughs> for it over and over and over again also maybe some of the intelligence of some of the fighters if you fall for it over and over because don't kid yourself in in three years patty plimbit's going to be holding out because he's going to say he's not getting paid enough like <laughs> let's just we know where this is going um we've seen it over and over again and, and nobody ever seems to learn maybe nobody cares i i doesn't I don't really care either. I just think it's funny that that people fall for it over and over again. A couple other quick notes from this past weekend. Tyson Fury defended his belt, picked up mm. a win over uh, Chisora. Watched the fight, brutal beatdown. Finally ended on a tenth round. Uh, referee stopped it, uh, saving Chisora from you know should have stopped it in about the fifth round. A lot, a lot of potential uh, brain trauma mm. in that fight. <laughs> Eric McGracken had to be. Uh, had to be quivering in the <laughs> corner of the room when that went down. Um, speaking of Eric McGracken, yeah. I also managed to pick up a little bit of slap fight over the weekend as there was a slap oh, fight boy. event on. I don't know how it happens. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> it was the most ridiculous thing. The worst thing is that there's fouls, right? So I watched these dudes slap each other like 16 times each <laughs> and only like one of the slaps counts. They had because they, they were breaking the rules, they're raising their foot off the ground, or so like oh, we are in for maybe the worst. Like, they halfway through this thing, they go, Yeah, even though this is a tournament to see who fights the champion, we're not going to allow it to happen. We've never had anybody break the rules as much. It was like foul, and they're still slapping each other. I mean, there's still brain trauma going on, but <laughs> no, we got to re slap that one. But we're going to move on to slap number nine, uh, because the first eight didn't count. It was the so, most crazy thing I've ever seen in my life. You know, what's funny is what I did watch was the entire interview with White and Pimblet, and I watched Patty's uh, uh, podcast uh, the interview where all that stuff came from, and they did talk about the uh, Slap Nuts League or whatever the fuck it's called, and and um, they're apparently they're doing like an Ultimate Fighter model for whatever's going on, and there's a they're they're in a house and they're just like the Ultimate Fighter with all these 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 slap uh competitors i don't even know what to call them slappers um i i don't know how stupid they think people are but the thing is because in this age of social media since it's just the whole point of it is is to make like you know some vertical video clips of of uh people slapping the shit out of each other i guess that's just gonna somehow turn into money i don't know dude 
the good did you news see the is, belt did you see the belt there's a belt no no but but what i did see and it's good news for everybody who never wants to work out in their life you can be the biggest <laughs> schlub and the biggest pile of pus ever and compete in this event apparently like there wasn't a guy there wasn't a person who looked like they had ever done a where did you see it just... it was it was it was uh i was no, I, I, careful how i say i, I saw it there i was know you event... go to some weird there was an... uh, no 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 there was an event on fight uh, fight tv this past weekend um and it turned and it was <laughs> yeah i it, it... Oh, you know, it, I saw it, an ad for that. Yeah, yeah. It, it was shocking to me that a that there were so many rules. B that like there's experts on it. Like this guy, <laughs> like like <laughs> like you have like your your color man who's like breaking down like, and you're just like wow. Oh, he's, like, he's using the meaty part of his hand and not. Oh the... god, yeah, no, that's called a club. Yeah. That's called a club. Oh, yeah. You can't you can't club him. You can only slap. So a club. So like every third slap is a club, and it just doesn't count. So the boss root and bone strike is you, illegal. You can't shift your foot if you if your if your heel leaves the ground. So these dudes went. These dudes took their shoes and socks off, so that their feet would try to stick to the ground. It was the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. And like I said, two guys that made that made big country look like in adonis made him look like jesse ventura i mean you had the, it was the most amazing thing ever like the most out of shape dudes i've ever seen in my life like that that hey. were that were slapping <laughs> each other for it so there's good news you can be like 50 drink beers non-stop never work <laughs> out and you can be the world slap fighting champion okay it's kind of like the the bowling of fighting <laughs> fans can check us out at combat hour on twitter coast to coast combat hour on instagram follow me matthew hawkins at mma hawk 21 on twitter and instagram you can follow ed at carbizal on twitter carbeerzal on instagram and old head carb on twitch lots of action bkfc thailand on top of it plus like i mentioned the byb event on friday bellator UFC, LFA, 289. UFC 282, yeah. A gigantic world of, of fights this week. Enjoy them, people. Thank you for listening. Have a good night. And uh, don't slap anybody. There it is. <laughs> when you're doing your Christmas shopping. <laughs>